tell by the title what's going on right okay I wrote a Dylan O'Brien fan fiction not recently <laughs> I need to clarify that although if you write fan fiction dude fuck yeah it's fun who 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 cares I'm trying to like I'm trying to convince myself it's okay that I did that um I wrote multiple Dylan O'Brien fan fictions when I was like 14 15 16 posted them on tumblr had a couple thousand followers, thought I was the shit. I, I think, I didn't realize until I got older and I started talking about it to my friends, my few friends who I have from high school. Um, I think only like one of my friends in high school knew that I was doing that because I think I was ashamed. <laughs> but now I think it's funny so I can talk about it. But so, I need a drink. <laughs> oh, fuck. Here's the deal, okay? Here's the fucking tea. Is that when I was like 14, 15, 16, Teen Wolf came out and I loved it. And like MTV's Teen Wolf. And I made it my personality for years. Along with the Teen Wolf personality came a love and obsession for Dylan O'Brien. Now, if you don't know who Dylan O'Brien is, you live under a fucking rock. Dylan O'Brien played Styles Salinsky on Team Wolf, and he did great. He did fantastic. It was... I know I know way too much information about him, so why not put it to use? Um, he was literally like... I think he was like 18, and he was supposed to be studying for the SATs to go to college. And he really did not want to do that. And then he, had, he got an audition for Team Wolf, and so he was kind of like... I'm gonna go audition for this and if it doesn't work out I'll go to college but if it works out it works out and he actually was originally going to audition for the main character Scott who's played by Tyler Posey um and then he got there and him and Tyler Posey met and he like they instantly like became best friends and then he like read over it again and was like you know what I feel like I would fit better as like the best friend side character comedic relief styles and it worked out and they both killed it and they're still best friends and I love them anyways became obsessed with him he actually used to be a he used to post on youtube when he was a teenager and i saw all of those i went through every little piece of information i could go through as a 15 year old and then you know of course your little overactive imagination i decided to write a fan fiction I had never written a fan fiction before. Actually, that's not true. <laughs> I think I started to write a fan fiction about Josh Hutcherson <laughs> that I posted on like my personal Tumblr. Um, and then I ended up not finishing it and like it just, I took it down a weird path and yeah. Um, and then I was like, let me try again. 
with Dylan O'Brien. And dude, <laughs> I can remember, first of all, I had no, again, I'm like 14, 15, 16. I had no plan for a storyline. I had no plan for even like an ending besides like, obviously if it's like a love story, you like want them to end up together. I was actually in the Bahamas with, a, with like my friend's family and I like wrote an entire, the first chapter like on a notebook and then I typed it all up and I had my friend who was with me who was like really good at like uh, editing shit and also good at writing. I had her like edit it for me. She said it was good. I posted it on Tumblr. I Oh, sorry. I had a Dylan O'Brien Tumblr as well. Um, I don't have it anymore. I deleted it. I think it, I feel like it was like DTF O'Brien. <laughs> oh my God. Where were my parents? <laughs> DTF O'Brien, I'm 15. I don't even know. I don't even know how to F. <laughs> but so, <laughs> sorry, this is cringy for me, but I feel like to live my full truth, I need to put it out there and we need to laugh together and we have to laugh or else we'll cry ah! okay so <laughs> uh i put it up on tumblr just this first chapter and went about you know my day on the bahamas whatever and then that night i just happened to like open up and bro the ship the ship blew up one one chapter like um so many new followers, so many messages, so many fucking like repo. I was just like, what people are demanding me to continue. So I continued and I do remember. So again, I didn't have a plan. I don't know anything about relationships. I just, I just continued. And I do remember like, at one point I was like, I don't know what to do. And so I, I, rung out like a few or not even a few a, a a lot of chapters by doing this like fucking alphabet date mm -hmm. thing so i was able to like string that along for a while and i remember i started to get hate because people were mad that they hadn't fucked yet <laughs> and i was like so scared because i don't know how to write about that because i've never even i'd never even done it you know anyways uh I saved, I saved the fan fictions before I deleted the Tumblr because I knew, I knew that one day I would want to look back on them and laugh. <laughs> and today's one of those days. And like I said, I wrote multiple, but so this was the first one I did. And brother, the name isn't even good. The name of it's not even good. The name is a fucking ship name between like the the main character and Dylan O'Brien, which I named the girl character Noel. So their ship name would be Nolan. So I literally just named it Nolan. <laughs> uh, the way my 15 year old mind worked. But so I want to read it to you guys. Um, I know it's good. Like I, I, I wish that I could just read it outright, but I know I'm gonna be fucking judging myself so hard and cringing so fucking hard. 
So it's gonna be difficult. It's gonna be difficult for me. Uh, oh my God, I just, I just like read ahead. Oh my God, dude. <laughs> I do remember that the first episode, it's like, okay, I'm not gonna give any backstory to this fan fiction actually. Cause I think I, I think that 15 year old me set the whole thing up for you. So, oh my God, this is so hard. <laughs> I like don't wanna read <laughs> It was 15 year old me, it's not me now. It's fine. We could laugh together. They're not laughing at you, they're laughing with you. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> I will say, so I don't have, um, when I saved it like from Tumblr, it says how many like notes it, it had at the time, which are like, you're not familiar with tumblr it's like how many like reposts and likes and like i don't know interactions basically and the other chapters are do not have number like numbers like this but the first chapter has two million twelve thousand and one hundred and forty one notes that's that's pretty good I thought I was somebody, I thought I was famous. I was like, damn, I'm Tumblr famous right now. Dylan Brown's gonna call me. <laughs> okay. I'm just stalling, I'm just stalling, I'm just stalling. Let's just jump right into it. How many pages is this fucking thing? Oh my God, 165 pages, good, good. So like I said, I'm just gonna read a few, a few chapters today. <clears throat> Okay, so let's start. I literally, I saved this entire thing as a PDF and at the top I wrote, Ashley, you're going to want this one day. <laughs> Good looking out. Okay, so when I posted this, I wrote at the top, my attempt at a Dylan O'Brien fan fiction, feedback would be appreciated. Got it. Okay, so here's how it starts. I'm gonna try really hard to just just read it. Just fucking read it. Oh my god. I'm literally, I feel myself getting red. I'm like shaking. Oh, <laughs> uh, I have avoided reading this for so long because I just know it's cringe. I know it's, there's no way it's not cringe. It's gonna be cringe. Ooh. Okay. Also, it's creepy because... I write about real people that exist, like not even counting Dylan O'Brien. I like write about his fucking co-cast and like director and shit. These are real people. I have no idea what these real people are like. <laughs> That's fan fiction. That's fan fiction, baby. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> and cut. All right, all right. Great scene, everybody. Okay, hair and makeup team, you're up. Let's get the next scene up and running in about 10 minutes. The director, Jeff Davis, yelled. Casting crew members scattered in all directions. Newbie. Newbie. Hey, newbie! Carol yelled in my ear. Well, what? I answered distracted. Oh my god. If you want to keep your job, sweetheart, then maybe you should actually do it. She screamed, pushing me towards the fancy coffee machine. It's going to be a long, cold night, so everyone needs coffee to keep them nice and cozy. Leave cups sitting out for the crew and take the coffee to the cast. Can you handle that, newbie? I nodded and hurried off to do my job. 
Let me explain. I bet you're wondering how I got here. Yep, that's me. All right, let me explain. My name is Noelle Andrews and I'm an intern at the Teen Wolf set. I'm majoring in film studies and I was offered the chance to be an intern on the show. Of course I took it. I worked with Carol the week before they started filming season two of Teen Wolf. Great season. It's good that I picked that season. That was a good season. It's a good Dylan O'Brien season. <laughs> <clears throat> she let me sit in with the writers and even listen in on some of the producers meetings carol is the woman they put in charge of me when i got here she's a large woman with frizzy red hair she's one of the makeup artists here why would why would they make a makeup artist be in charge of me that doesn't make any sense <clears throat> she was nice when i first met her but all the stress of filming finally caught up to her and she's been grumpy and rude ever since tonight is my first official night on the set this is the first night they start filming, but right now my job is if anyone has an errand that needs to be ran, I'm the one who has to do it. Yeah. I filled up the cups quickly. Carol stood behind me. Carol stood beside me trying to help me out since it was my first day. We worked quietly. She filled the cups a lot faster than I could and before I knew it, she yelled done and shoved two trays full of four cups each in my hand. All the trailers on the right, she instructed, nudging me towards them. I hurried over to the first trailer. Oh God, I just realized I was gonna meet the cast for the first time. I felt fangirl butterflies. You could just say butterflies. I felt fangirl butterflies in my stomach and tried my best to ignore them. The door said Hecklin in large. Someone told me it was not Hecklin. Someone told me it was like Hochlin or something like that. I think it's Hecklin. I'm actually going to look up how to say his name. I'm talking about Tyler Hecklin, who played Derek on the show. I'm Tyler Hecklin. Tyler Hecklin. Tyler Hecklin. So whoever said that to me, fuck you. You don't know me, you don't know my life. Obviously, I know more than you. Okay, I'm about to meet Tyler Hecklin who plays Derek. <clears throat> okay. Oh God, I just realized, oh wait, I already read that. The door said Hecklin in large black letters. I hesitantly knocked on the door and stepped back. Come on in, I heard the muffled reply. I cracked open the door and stuck my head in. The room was messy. You could tell it was a boy's room. All right, gender stereotypes, calm down. Leather jackets and pants were strewn everywhere. <laughs> Tyler Hecklin was sitting in the middle of the room surrounded by stylists and makeup artists. The artists were frantically adding the werewolf nose and hairs to Tyler's face. Stylists were running around, grabbing clothes off the floor and trying to find the perfect outfit for the scene. That's not how it would work. They wouldn't just be picking up clothes off the floor. They would already have planned out the outfit, you dumb fucking bitch. Hello, Tyler smiled, fangs had already been put in. Um, hi, I managed, scooting into the room. Sorry for interrupting, but I brought you coffee. I held up a tray for him to see. Again, he smiled, thank you. I heard it's gonna be really cold tonight, so this will really help. He attempted to stand up to grab one of the coffees, but a very flustered, flustered makeup artist pushed him back down. Tyler gave her a look. I held the coffee out to him, my hand shaking. I've never been so close to someone so famous. Hopefully he didn't notice my nervousness. He had to have. Tyler took the cup from me and I turned to leave. Thanks again. Hey, wait, what's your name? He called after me. I paused at the door. Noel, I answered. Also, I don't even, no offense to the Noels, but as a 25 year old now, I would not have picked that name. I don't know what possessed me to pick that name, but I also wouldn't have written this now. <laughs> I paused at the door. Noel, I answered. Noel, he repeated to himself. Well, nice to meet you, I'm Tyler. He, weighs, he waved as I walked through the door. I 
I know. <laughs> I smiled at him as I shut the trailer door. I had a mini fangirl attack. Stop saying fangirl. Stop. I had a mini fangirl attack where I started silently yelling in my head and jumping around. Then I remembered I had hot coffee in my hand and I had to cut the episode short. Shut the... I walked across the pavement towards the next trailer, excited yet nervous again. The wind had picked up and I nestled into my long black pea coat. Okay. It just occurred to me, I'm pretty sure they filmed most of Team Wolf in like Atlanta. So was it cold? I guess it can get cold. Hmm. Uh, going up the steps, I took another deep breath. There wasn't a sign on the door, but I knocked anyway. A boy with dark blonde curls and large eyes opened the door. Who the fuck is this? Oh. Okay. A boy with dark blonde curls and large eyes opened the door. I recognized him from pictures in the meetings I got to sit in on. He would be playing the character Isaac. Such a good fucking character. I loved Isaac. Anyways. He smiled at me. Hi, I'm bringing around coffee for anyone who would like it, I reported, showing him the tray in my hands. He turned around, opened the door wider, revealing a girl with long blonde hair and even bigger eyes. <laughs> Gage, do you want any coffee while it's here? He asked her. She shook her head. No, but you better leave some for Cinqua. Cinqua? I hope I'm saying his name right. You better leave some for Cinqua. You know he'll want some. I recognized the girl as the character Erica. The curly-haired boy took two cups of coffee from me and smiled. Thank you, he mumbled while shutting the door. I made my way to the next trailer, which had Rodin written on the door in dark purple. Why would it have a color? The door opened before I made it to the steps. A short girl with strawberry blonde hair rushed out with two stylists in pursuit. Hey, do you want any coffee? I called after her. Ooh, Holland squealed, taking the warm cup out of my hands. You showed up just in time, she smiled, lifting the cup to her overly lip-glossed lips. Okay. Thanks, hon, she yelled over her shoulder. I read the nearest trailer, which had a sign that said Hanes. My inner fangirl squealed in delight as I rushed over. Ooh, shut the fuck up. I knocked on the door. It's open. Someone yelled rudely. How do you? It's open. How do you yell it rudely? It's open. I hesitantly opened the door to see Colton Haynes in a ripped shirt, dripping wet. My jaw dropped to the floor. He must have been expecting someone else because he looked a tad surprised when he saw it was me. I held up my last tray of coffee for him to see. I brought you some cough. Before I finished my sentence, Colton had charged over to me, snatched the coffee right out of the tray, taking large gulps. Oh man, I needed that, he laughed. I'm freezing. He looked up smiling at me. His abs were pe- You horny little bitch. <laughs> His abs were peeking through the tears of the shirts, glistening in the low light of the trailer. He must have noticed me staring because he laughed again. Rolling his eyes, he turned away from me. Two stylists appeared from the shadows and- they were just in there? <laughs> Two stylists appeared from the shadows and got to work on his hair. <laughs> what are they? Okay. Hey, Blondie. Oh, I made my character blonde. Okay. Hey, Blondie, Colton yelled as I was about to shut the trailer door. Thanks for the coffee, he smirked. No problem. I quietly shut the door behind me. The next trailer had Reed written on it. I made my way to the door and knocked on it. Crystal Reed opened the door looking flawless as ever. Her long, beautiful curls were pulled back into a ponytail and you could tell that she had just gotten her makeup done. She gave me a big smile before inviting me in. Hi, I don't think I've seen you around here before, she laughed. Why would she laugh? Hi, I don't think I've seen you around here before. Why is that funny? Nervous laugh, maybe? <laughs> as soon as she sat down, the hair and makeup artist swarmed her. <laughs> I'm interning here for the season, I told her. My name's Noelle. I smiled, glad to finally be able to make a friend. 
Oh, oh, well, I'm Crystal. <laughs> Sorry. I'm having an inner monologue in my head the whole this whole time. I was just thinking, she's like, I finally made a friend. But no one else was unfriendly. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, I'm Crystal. What kind of things do you do as an intern here? You bitch. This bitch is like 30. She knows what interns do on set. She asked as her team took down her hair and began recurling it. Well, right now I'm bringing everyone coffee. I handed her a cup, which she gladly accepted. And pretty much I just run a bunch of little errands for everyone. I rolled my eyes. So far, that's all I've done. Why would you roll your eyes? Someone knocked on the door, interrupting us. A man stuck his head in the door, telling Crystal she was needed. Well, I wish you the best of luck, she smiled as we walked to the door. Thank you for the coffee, Noel. I'll see you later. She called back to me as she, she was ushered off. I found my way to the trailer marked Posey. I rapped on the door, stepping back. Come in, was the muffled response. I opened the door to see Tyler Posey. My fangirl heart beat twice as fast. We need a fangirl counter. How many fucking times am I saying fangirl in this goddamn fan fiction? We get it. She's a fucking fangirl. Hi, he smiled. Can I help you? A team of stylists were laying out clothes for him to change into, arguing over what he should wear. Um, actually, I brought you some coffee, I informed him, showing him the tray. Tyler, we're filming now. We have to go. A dark-haired woman holding his leather jacket stated, When has he worn a leather jacket? Why are they all wearing leather? <laughs> oh, uh, well, see you later. He managed as he was shoved out the door. One of the stylists rushed back, taking the coffee from the tray. Here we go. Here's the big moment. Here's the big meet cute. <laughs> I made my way to the last trailer, which had O'Brien written on it. I knocked lightly. A tall boy. Mm, it's still O'Brien that tall. I think I just recently learned he's not that tall. Maybe I made my character short. He's 5'10". He's not. That's all. I'm 5'10", okay? Calm down. When he was 15, I was tall. <laughs> okay. Where was I at? I lost my place. A tall boy with a buzz cut and light brown eyes opened the door. He smiled and leaned with his arm against the door. Well, hi. <laughs> well, hi, he said. And who might you be? I'm Noel, I answered. I'm interning here on the set. I'm Dylan, he nodded, still smiling. He put too much weight against the door and lost his balance, crashing to the floor. I stifled a giggle. I'm okay, he laughed, jumping up. I uh, brought you some coffee, I stuttered, holding up the last cup. Thanks. His face lit up as he brought the cup under his nose and inhaled. Oh God, I love the smell of coffee. Me too, I smiled shyly. <laughs> Newbie. Newbie! We've got work to do, come on! I heard Carol yelling. I, uh... Gotta go. I turned, heading towards the door. Wait, I mean, um, I guess I'll see you later, Noel. Dylan smiled after me. Yeah, I'll see you later, Dylan. Did he even introduce himself? Yeah, he said, I'm Dylan. I'll see you later, Dylan. I smiled at him before closing the door. Why did that have two million notes? <laughs> Why did that have two million notes? That was kind of boring. <laughs> okay, should we, should we dive right into chapter two? Okay. Here we go. Here's the difference. The other one had 2 million notes. This one has 19 notes. <laughs> Alright. 
Chapter Two. The rest of the night went by in a flash. It was all a blur of Carol yelling and me running around. I didn't see any of the cast for the rest of the night. They finished up around three in the morning. Carol drove me to her condo, which I would be staying in while I was here. I'm just like, the the way I wrote, it's like just so matter of fact. It's like fucking annoying. Where's the emotion besides fangirling? <sighs> All right, we're going to the set at 10, so be ready. Carol yawned, making her way to her room. I continued to the bathroom for a shower and to brush my teeth. I slept like a baby that night, super tired from running errands. Who gives a fuck? Carol's high-pitched alarm woke me up the next morning. I laid in bed, listening to the sound of her shower. Reluctantly, I pulled myself up from the nice warm bed and straightened my hair. I daydreamed about what my day would bring as I went through my morning routine. I threw on my dark wash skinny jeans and a plain white shirt. I put on a bit of mascara and a small amount of foundation before pulling on a gray sweatshirt. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Newbie, you ain't got no one to impress. Now let's go. Carol snarled at me. <laughs> you know, you know, I just had a list of like different, like, like I just had a source open in another tab when I was fucking writing this. Snarled? Why is she so mean? You ain't got no one impressed. Now let's go. I don't know how to snarl. <laughs> uh, I sighed and followed her. It was a clear day, but still cold. I, bur I burrowed deeper into my sweatshirt as Carol began driving the car to our destination. Okay, if anyone needs anything, don't ask. Just bring it to them. That's your job today. Carol spoke in a stern voice as we pulled up. Also, I'm going to be super busy this week, and I'm the one who usually brings the cast coffee, so I'll text you whenever someone needs coffee, and your job is to take it to them as fast as you can. Why would a makeup artist's job be to bring them coffee? It's like I made her a makeup artist, and I forgot she was a makeup artist. Also, why would I be with a makeup artist? That's That doesn't make sense. I should be with, like, I don't know, someone who, like, a producer or something. Um, okay. So I'll text you whenever someone needs coffee and your job is to take it to them as fast as you can. She jumped out of the car. I followed her to the front gate and she signed us in. The set was hectic. Everyone scrambling around trying to get the next scene ready. Tyler Hecklin passed us and waved. He looked a lot different without his werewolf makeup on. No fucking shit, bitch. Sorry. <laughs> Captain fucking obvious. Duh. You mean he's not a real werewolf? Stupid. Oh my god, I didn't finish reading this paragraph. <laughs> okay, listen to this. This is what I wrote. He looked a lot different without his werewolf makeup on. What a dumb thing to think. Of course he would look different. I shook my head to myself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <clears throat> A lot of people were stopping Carol as we walked through the set. She was writing furiously on a clipboard and barking orders to some of the makeup team. Colton Haynes was standing in our path talking to a large group of crew members. Carol charged right through the group. Blondie. Colton smirked as he recognized me. I managed a small smile. Blondie. That's, how do you, that's a weird greeting. We continued walking and I was beginning to grow tired of it. Of walking? Holland rode in rush passes with a hair and makeup team hot on her trail. I saw the three new characters, the boy who played Isaac, who I hadn't learned the name of, name of yet, Gage, and Sinqua. I hope that's how you say his name. Sinqua? 
They were sitting off to the side, happily snacking at a long table full of food. Gage recognized me and smiled. Crystal Reed walked past us, reaching out to touch my arm. Good morning, Noelle. She smiled, showing her dimples. She would show her fucking dimples. I smiled back. Morning. Tyler Posey, Dylan O'Brien, the man who, and the man, the man who plays Sheriff Stalinsky, and I spelt Stalinsky wrong like a fucking idiot, and a few other cast members I didn't recognize were standing... Sorry, my mom texted me, but I'm not gonna text her back. Sorry. And a few, okay, Tyler Posey, Dylan O'Brien, and the man who plays Sheriff Stilinski and a few other cast members I didn't recognize were standing off to the side talking. Tyler noticed me over the crowd and held his hand up to wave to me. I gave him a friendly smile in return. Dylan turned to find out who Tyler was waving at. When he spotted me, his eyes grew larger and he held his hand up even higher to wave. Hi, Noel. He called over to me. I gave him a smile and a small wave, which seemed to satisfy him. Carol spun around, shoving the clipboard in my face. Here's a list of things you need to do today. Don't mess up. Don't mess up. I'll text you if anyone needs anything. Carol was gone. I was left standing amongst a lot of people that I didn't know. Taking a deep breath, I looked at the first thing on my list. Make sure and everyone in the in the building three. That doesn't make sense, you dumb fucking cunt. Make sure everyone in building three has their scripts. Scripts are in my office. I made my way to the small building which held the offices and found Carol's. I grabbed the large stack of scripts off the desk and struggled to building three. I opened the door to find the people who played Mr. Argent, Mrs. Argent, Gerard, the coach, Danny, and there were a lot of others, but I didn't have the chance to see them all. Okay. They were all talking and no one noticed me enter. I made my way over to a small table in the center of the room and set the pile of papers on it. I brought extra scripts, I yelled over the crowd. Everyone rushed around to get some so they could get busy rehearsing. Next on the clipboard, help move Holland's new wardrobe into her trailer. Once I eventually made my way through the crowd, I found the large truck that was holding new wardrobes. A lot of crew members were already rolling the outfits out on clothes, clothes racks. Clothing racks, you mean? Noel, has anyone seen Noel? A boy with spiked blue hair yelled out. I'm over here. I made my way over to him. He shoved two clothes racks in my hands. Okay, this one's Holland's, and when you're done with that, take these to Posey's trailer. He won't be in there, but it should be unlocked, so go in. The boy was talking a mile a minute. Let's try that again. He was talking a mile a minute, you know? <clears throat> okay, this one's Holland's, and when you're done, take these to Posey's trailer, and he won't be in there, but it should be unlocked, so just go in. The boy was talking a mile a minute. I was still processing what he said when I realized he had disappeared. I briskly walked to Holland's trailer, rolling the clothes rack behind me. She opened the door before I could knock. Finally, she shouted when she saw the clothes. She held the door open wider for me to roll them in. She helped me push them to the far end of her trailer. Hey, are you the girl who brought me coffee last night? She asked me as she eyed my purple vans. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, that was, I was interrupted by Holland grabbing my foot and pulling it up so she could see my shoes. I nearly lost my balance. Oh my goodness, I love your shoes. I have a blue pair that they're really old and ratty looking. I really want some yellow ones, but I'm afraid they'll be too much, you know? Holland was talking super fast, all while twisting my leg this way and that, trying to get a better look. They're fucking bands. Everyone's seen fucking bands. She, could, she, she didn't need to fucking... I lost my balance and fell flat on my butt with a thud. This bitch fucking knocked me over to look at my fucking basic ass bands. Oh, I'm so sorry. Holland reached out to help me up. It's okay, I'm, again, I was interrupted by Holland. People say I talk too much, but I don't really understand what they're talking about. She laughed, pushing her hair out her eyes. They say that it gets me into a lot of trouble, but whatever. Hey, I have to change now, but I'll talk to you later. But, um, wh what's your name? Noelle. Holland paused at the door. Noelle, I smiled to her before leaving. 
I just don't feel like that made sense. Nice to see you again, Noelle. She called cheerfully before shutting the door. She seems nice, I thought to myself. I made my way over to Tyler Posey's trailer and hesitantly entered. The trailer was dark and quiet. I quickly rolled the clothes rack and turned to leave, but I was distracted by something. A guitar was sitting in the corner of the room. I slowly made my way over to it, brushing my fingers down the strings. My mom used to play guitar. <laughs> oh, we got backstory. <laughs> my mom used to play guitar. She would wake us up on Sunday morning singing silly songs from her childhood. I smiled at the memory. <laughs> what are you doing? Asked an innocent voice from behind me. I turned to see Tyler watching me. Oh, I'm sorry. I just, I was bringing you a new wardrobe and I saw your guitar and I just, I'm sorry. I said, lowering my head and moving towards the door. It's okay. Tyler laughed as I passed him. I just didn't recognize you at first. Sometimes fans sneak on set. You have to be careful. Joke's on him because I'm a fan girl. <laughs> he smiled at me. See you around. He waved before shutting the door. Carol texted me. Haynes and O'Brien need coffee. Haynes and trailer, Dylan and building two, hurry up. I sighed and hurried to the fancy coffee machine. It was starting to heat up. Plus, I had been running around a lot, so I took off my sweatshirt, <laughs> setting it in Carol's office. I quickly filled the two cups and headed... See, why did we need... You need to know that I'm just wearing, like, a white t-shirt? Do I have a bra on? Are the nips out? Are her nips pierced? It's like, you're, you're giving us a lot of... It's either give us a lot of info or don't give us info at all, you know? It is probably cold, so the nips probably are hard. <laughs> uh, I quickly filled two cups and headed over to Colton's trailer. Blondie, he greeted me with a smile. My name's Noel. I attempted to correct him. Oh, I think I like I think I like Blondie better. <laughs> I don't know why I make him a fuckboy. Oh, I think I like Blondie better. He smirked, taking a cup of, out of my hands. Carol's usually the one who brings coffee around, so it's nice that. It's not her. He chuckled to himself. What do you mean? Well, uh, she has this annoying quality about her. She just likes to yell. He looks guilty at his coffee. I nodded in an agreement. So you're going to be bringing the coffee just this once or is it now your job? Because I might just have to start asking for more coffee. He winked. I rolled my eyes before shutting the door. I just didn't answer. <laughs> Noelle, over here. I heard over all the voices in the room. I recognized Dylan in a small group of people. He pushed his way out of the group and made his way over to me. He was wearing a plaid shirt over a red undershirt. I wonder if I specifically looked at season two and I like was judging. Like, I wonder if that's a real outfit he wore in season two. Because I could see myself doing that as like a crazy little fucking 15 year old. Because also I watched Teen Wolf so many times. I watched it like fucking seven times. Also, I never finished it. I never saw the last season. So. <laughs> hey, he smiled as he approached me. Hi, I answered awkwardly. Why do I always feel shy around this guy? This is the second time being around him, bitch. Shut up. I didn't understand. So what you doing here? He asked, raising an eyebrow. I gave him a confused lick. Lick? I gave him a confused look. Um, didn't you want coffee? Oh, right, right. Dylan's sheets turned a light pink color as he took the warm coffee from me. Bring! The lunch bell sounded. Oh, I was imagining it was a phone call. What would, how can I make it like a lunch bell sound? Like, that's fine. I'll accept that. The lunch bell sounded and everyone began to shuffle towards the food table or out of their cars or out to their cars. Dylan stepped closer as the crowd became larger. Hey, do you want to get out of here? <laughs> he asked, looking down at me. Like, you mean go out to lunch with you? I asked him shyly. Well, 
Well, yeah, just to get away from the hecticness, he smiled. This is inner monologue. Are you serious? Is Dylan O'Brien freaking asking me out to lunch? Me? What do I say? How about hell yeah? <laughs> ah! I hate Noelle. I hate her. <laughs> I literally hate her. <laughs> How about hell yeah? <laughs> Um, yeah, I'd love to. I smiled up at him. Also, you literally, he could be a crazy person. Be like, why don't we have lunch together on set? Because I don't fucking know you and you might kidnap me. He looked proud of my answer. Great, let's go. He grabbed my hand, leading me to the door. Wow, heating up. We're going on a lunch date. Okay, chapter three, and then this might, this might be it for this, uh... I mean, I'll read more at a different podcast, but okay, here we go. Chapter three. Dylan looked around to make sure no one could see us before lifting a pair of keys off the large key ring. He opened the door to a huge building used as the garage. I recognized the McCall's car, Jackson's Porsche, the Argent's red Range Rover, and finally, Styles' Jeep. I thought maybe we could ride in style. He stopped staring up at the ceiling. Oh my God, style, Styles, ha! He laughed at his corny joke before unlocking the car door to the Jeep. That makes me mad. <laughs> I would leave. Are we allowed to take this? I asked, raising an eyebrow at him. Yeah, not really. He trailed off, jumping into the blue car. I pulled myself into the Jeep and Dylan, Dylan quickly started up the engine. There's a really good burger place just down here. He smiled, gesturing down the road. I'm up for burgers. My stomach growled in response. Papa Joe's Burgers, the sign read. <laughs> Papa Joe's Burgers. Hey, Dylan, an old man sitting at the counter shouted as we walked in the door. Hey, Joe. Oh, I guess that's Papa Joe. Hey, Joe, Dylan shook the man's hand as we passed. I come here a lot, he said guiltily as we sat down at a booth. So you're an intern on the set? Dylan asked after Joe had brought us our burgers. Uh-huh, I took a large gulp of Coke. I'm majoring in film studies. My professor told me there was a spot open on the Team Wolf set, and who could turn that down? Dylan smiled. So you're a fan of the show? <laughs> of course. I mean, at first I was kind of iffy about it because I don't exactly like MTV, but I decided to give it a chance. Oh, she's different. She doesn't like MTV. <laughs> I smiled, taking the last bite of my burger. Dylan downed the last of his coat. If you had to choose a favorite character, who would it be? He looked at me with large copper eyes. I love the whole show and all the characters. I don't know if I could choose just one. Dylan's face fell, his eyes on his empty plate. But if I had to pick, I'd choose Styles. I smiled at Dylan, his face lit up at my words. We made our way to the car laughing and joking like old friends. What a, what a convo, what a stimulating convo. <sighs> we made it back to set and had the car in its place without getting in trouble. That was fun, Dylan smirked, holding the door open for me. We should do it again tomorrow. I smiled back in agreement, tomorrow. I'm paying though. Before I could argue, a loud voice came on the intercom. O'Brien to stage two. O'Brien to stage two. Oh, I gotta go. He grabbed his jacket from the backseat of the Jeep and took off towards stage two. Then he turned around as if he forgot something. He ran back to give me a small kiss on the cheek. Okay, that's fucking ballsy. See you tomorrow, he told me before taking off again. I stood there with a half smile on my face, touching the skin where Dylan's lips had been. Colton walked by, noticing me standing there like an idiot. What's your problem? He smirked. 
Oh, nothing. I brushed past him to go finish all the things on my clipboard. The rest of the day was boring. I didn't get to see any other cast members all day, except for when I passed Tyler Posey and Crystal once. They both waved and smiled, trying to be friendly. All right, newbie, we're done for the day. Let's go home and eat. Carol patted her large stomach. Damn, I don't like how I'm talking about Carol. Justice for Carol. <laughs> Carol was full of complaints about her day, about how everyone's unappreciative, the cast are all brats, and how she does the most work on set. I nodded along to make her feel better. I didn't realize how tired I was until my head hit the pillow. I was out. <laughs> I woke up before Carol's annoying alarm. I made her some coffee just to be nice and got ready for the day. The weather was supposed to be a bit warmer today, so I, t I decided on my faded capris and my black vans. I opened up my drawer to figure out what shirt to wear and I was hit with homesickness. Hmm, a little more backstory about Noelle. Uh, my- <laughs> I was hit with homesickness. My Mets shirt that my dad bought me was at the top of the drawer. My dad had lived in New York for most of his life and was a diehard Mets fan. Y'all. Fun fact about Dylan O'Brien is that he is a diehard Mets fan. I know what I'm doing. I know what I am doing. <clears throat> I never really cared for sports. Again, she's different. I never really cared for sports, but I liked to sit on my dad's lap as he watched the games when I was younger. He even took me to a game once and we cheered so loud my voice went hoarse. But two years ago, but two years ago, my dad was hit head on by a drunk driver, killing him instantly. I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die. <laughs> Do you know? <laughs> I'm gonna cry. Do you know what his last words to me were before he left for work that night? How would they know? You have to tell them. How the fuck would they know? Here's the, here's what he said. <laughs> Make sure you tape the Mets for me, Ellie. Oh, Ellie's a fucking nickname for Noel, I guess. I don't like it. That's the last thing he said to you? Make sure to tape the Mets for me. It may seem like a stupid thing to get emotional about him asking me to record the Mets game for him, but... I don't know, it just kind of stuck with me. Maybe because it was the last thing he said to me. Dot, dot, dot. Shut the... I wanna beat this girl's ass. <laughs> I blinked back tears and pulled the jersey out of the drawer. I hadn't worn it yet and it still smelled like home. I pulled it on and buttoned it up, standing in front of the mirror. I gathered my long, long hair to the side, braiding it. I added a bit of mascara to my lashes before heading to the bathroom to brush my teeth. Okay. <laughs> I, I tell you exactly what she's wearing and what makeup she puts on, that way you can perfectly envision it. Morning, I greeted Carol as she shuffled into the kitchen. You're a Mets fan? Carol gave me a look. Well, yeah. Carol didn't seem like someone who would care for an explanation. Huh. Wouldn't take you for the type who would like baseball or any sport. Huh. I ignored her mumblings. We pulled up to the set around nine and Carol signed us in again. She handed me a clipboard full of things to do just like yesterday and I got to work right away. Hecklin needs you in trailer. I didn't question the text from Carol and just went straight to Tyler's chair with the trailer. Hi, Noelle. Tyler smiled as I entered the trailer. It is Noelle, right? Yeah, yeah. I nodded, <laughs> trying my hardest not to have a fangirl attacked. Oh, what number is that? Is that five? How many times have I fucking said that? About the fact that he was talking to me or that he knew my name. Okay. He barely knew it. He had to ask if that was right. Okay, my stylist was sick today, so I have to pick my own outfit out for the scene. First of all, that wouldn't that wouldn't happen. That's not how movie. That's not how sets work. That's not how, per, like, film production works. You 
dumb fucking cunt. I should rename this bullying my 15 year old self. That's what I should rename this podcast. All the direct, okay, so I have to pick out my own outfit for the scene. All the director said was sexy yet friendly. And this is what I picked out. He gestured to his outfit. He had on dark jeans with a gray wife beater and a black jacket on top. I need a girl's opinion. And everyone else was busy. This is stupid. I'm sorry for bothering you. Tyler became upset and started pulling the jacket off. No, no, it's okay. Here, put the jacket back on and let me see it. He looked a bit happier that I would help him. It looks good. Perfect amount of friendly. Perfect amount of um, sexy. And it was. He looked proud of my analysis. <laughs> Thanks for helping me. I'm awful with this kind of stuff. That's not even like a good outfit. He's wearing a fucking wife beater. <laughs> it's no problem. I smiled about to leave. Wait, hey, uh, I was wondering how old are you? How old you are? Hey, uh, I was wondering how old you are? Question mark? I was wondering how old you are? I don't like how he put that sentence. Tyler stopped me at the door. I'm 19. Why? Just some of the guys and I were trying to guess your age. Colton and I guessed 21. Dylan was the only one who guessed right. He laughed. Oh, okay. Uh, we'll see ya. I awkwardly left, not knowing what to say to that. I got busy on my lifts for the clipboard. Dylan found me after an hour of working, lightly tapping my arm to get me to turn around. Don't fucking touch me. Say my name. I'm right there. Unless I have headphones in, don't touch me. Noel, hi. Uh, I was wondering if we were still on for lunch. And oh my God, you're wearing a Mets jersey. I mean, oh, you like the Mets? That's cool. He rubbed a hand through his hair, casually looking around to see if anyone heard his little outburst. Yeah, my daughter, my dog? My dad got it for me at one of their games. Do you like the Mets? Well, if you're a fangirl, you would know you like the Mets, you fucking fake little cuck. <laughs> Do I like the Mets? Do I like the Mets? He scoffed. Girl, I love the Mets. I typed girl with like six R's. Girl, oh my. This is the part where I get canceled. This is the part where I get canceled. I made Dylan O'Brien say the N-word. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I said, do I like the Mets? He scoffed. Girl, I love the Mets. He sounded like a sassy black lady. Why did I write that? But seriously, he laughed. Are we going to lunch again? That was stupid. I would just like to apologize. <laughs> I would like to apologize for my 15 year old self. That was ignorant. That was stupid. I could have just said he sounded sassy. He said, he said sassily. <sighs> are we going to lunch again? But seriously, he laughed. Are we going to lunch again? I'm game if you are. I smiled up at him. Good, meet me in the parking lot at 12. I'll pick you up at the gate. He shouted to me as he continued to another set to film some more. 12 o'clock couldn't come fast enough. But when it finally did, I found my way to the parking lot to see a black car sitting there. The window rolled down. Aren't you coming? I smiled, recognizing Dylan's voice and hopped in the car. We had a great time at lunch, just like yesterday. Lots of storytelling and laughter. It was no dialogue's hard, sweetheart. I know. I understand. You didn't want to. You didn't want to do that. Lots of storytelling and laughter. It was nice to have a friend here after having to be around Carol for so long. Again, justice for Carol. What did Carol do? She's got a lot on her plate. She's letting you stay in her house. We made our way back to set with full stomachs and smiles on our faces. Dylan was asking me about my internship and I was going into detail about it. I could tell he wasn't exactly paying attention, his mind on something else. I'm sorry, he interrupted me. I just, I mean, I don't know. You're really pretty and you're awesome and funny and something about seeing you in a Mets jersey. I just, could I, 
He didn't even finish his own sentence before stepping forward to lightly place a hand on the back of my neck, tilting it ever back so gently, then his lips met mine, and I swear to you, time freaking stopped. Only one thought came to my head. Noelle, what have you gotten yourself into? Oh, this is making me mad. <laughs> he wasn't even listening. He asked you a question and then he wasn't listening to you when you were talking? Ew. Should I keep going? I think I'll read one more. Okay, chapter four. Oh, this says 2012. How old was I in 2012? June 2012. I was 15, yeah. Or maybe I was 14. No, I think I was 15. Doesn't matter. For the rest of the week, Dylan took me out to lunch and we had a great time. And when we got back to the studio, he would lean forward and give me a kiss on the cheek. Every once in a while, I would get a text from Carol saying, O'Brien, coffee, trailer. And I would stop whatever I was doing, grab a coffee, and head over to Dylan's trailer. We would sit on the floor talking about our day, telling corny jokes, and just having a good time. Then, after ten minutes or so, I would remember that I had a job to do and have to leave. He would always pause at the door where he would lean forward to kiss my cheek again. He's just kissing on the cheek? Oh, I, I get anxious about it, apparently. I like how I'm saying I, and then I'm also being like, this, this fucking girl. <laughs> This went on for a week. Nothing more than a kiss on the cheek. Nothing. After the amazing kiss he gave me when I wore the Mets jersey. That amazing kiss that replayed in my mind all day. I almost drove myself insane with the questions. Am I that bad of a kisser? Am I annoying him? If I was annoying him, he wouldn't take me to lunch or get Carol to text me for coffee, right? Maybe it was just the jersey. Maybe I should wear it again to see what happens. Oh my God, I'm an idiot. <laughs> On Friday, I couldn't take it anymore. I snuck into Carol's office when she wasn't there and snagged a cup of coffee. I nervously made my way to Dylan's trailer and knocked lightly on the door. He had a surprised look on his face when he saw it was me. Noel, hi. Uh, I don't think I asked for coffee. He gave me a confused look. I know, I just wanted to talk to you. Do you have a minute? He smiled before opening the door wider. Of course. Not even two seconds after, the sh after he shut the door, I jumped right into what had been on my mind for the past few days. Oh my God. Why would a person kiss another person like that and then not do it again? I mean, am I a bad kisser or something? Because in my defense, you caught me off guard. Or did it not mean anything to you? I mean, it was amazing for me. Maybe it sucked for you. What do I know? But you can't just leave me hanging. I need an explanation at least. You can't just go around kissing girls like that and then not say or do anything about it ever again. <laughs> my words were flowing faster than my mind could comprehend. I don't know what I expected. Maybe for Dylan to apologize or get mad at me or something. But do you know what that kid did? He laughed. He's just so quirky like that. Noelle, you overthink things way too much. Okay, first of all, fuck off. Again, he laughed. It had nothing to do with the kiss. It was a wonderful kiss. I just can't go around randomly kissing you as much as I would like to, he smirked. It has to be the right moment or it has to be a spontaneous act that makes the moment. Shut up. It makes the kisses more special. Shut the fuck up. He stood there with his arms crossed over his chest looking proud like he had just told me the meaning of life or something. I'm going to beat both of their asses. It has to be the right moment or it has to be a spontaneous act that makes a moment. It makes the kisses more special. Haven't you ever kissed before? It's... 
Dylan's phone buzzed in his pocket. Shit, he whispered to himself as he read the message over. I gotta go now, but I'll see you later. He left another kiss on my cheek before rushing out the door. Dylan's, Dylan's little, see, that would have been it. That's dumb. See, you can tell that I'm like a little fucking virgin loser. Because I'm like, it has to be the right moment to kiss. It has to be a perfect little notebook moment to kiss. Not that being a virgin makes you a loser. <laughs> I just happen to both be a virgin and a loser, just to clarify. Uh, Dylan's little speech played in my mind all day as I worked. I don't know why I can't stop thinking about him. I can't stop thinking about his goofy smile or his gorgeous eyes. I especially can't stop thinking about that kiss. I made up my mind. I knew what I was going to do. The next day, I waited until I knew Carol was busy and she wouldn't be trying to find me for more work. I need, I need, hold on. Oh my God, I read ahead and I'm, I'm gonna throw up. Um, I waited until I knew Carol was busy and she wouldn't be trying to find me for more work. I didn't even bother gra gra grabbing a coffee to pretend like I was taking a Dylan. Dylan smiled when he opened the door to the trailer. Hey, can we talk? I asked, trying to look as innocent as possible. Okay. Sure, sure. He held the door open for me, looking concerned. I entered the trailer, bracing myself for what I was planning to do. Dylan shut the door, turning to me. Noel, is everything okay? I didn't let him finish his sentence. Oh my God, she sucks his dick. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I didn't let him finish his sentence. I pushed Dylan against the door, wrapping my arms around his neck. I pulled his face closer to mine, pressing my lips to his. At first, Dylan was surprised, but he eventually slid his hands around my waist, pulling me towards him. He tightened his grip on my hips as the kiss got more heated and flipped us around so that I was against the door. He slid his tongue across my bottom lip and I parted my mouth slightly as he slipped his tongue inside. Bitch, no one had ever done that to you. <laughs> His hand slid up to cut my face while mine trailed from his neck. My what? My hands? While mine trailed from his neck to rest lightly on his chest. He broke away and left a few more gentle kisses on my lips before looking into my eyes. Wow, he breathed, smiling down at me. I have to get back to work. I smirked back at him, opening the door to leave. You have to leave now? Suck my dick. You have to leave now? Dylan's eyes pleaded as he stopped me at the door. I smiled, realizing the power I had over him. <laughs> She's manipulative. <laughs> Sorry. I smiled before standing on my tiptoes to kiss his cheek. See you later. I winked at him, turning to head back to work and smiling to myself at how, about how well that went. I pretended like nothing had happened as I headed toward Carol's office. I didn't realize how dazed I was until Holland asked me how I was doing. I, I'm great, more than great. I'm, I'm super great. I gave her a big smile. Holland cocked her head to the side. Are you feeling okay? Did something happen or what? I felt my cheeks grow hotter. Something did happen. Her face lit up in excitement. Ooh, what was it? What was it? She squealed, jumping up and down. Nothing, nothing happened. I attempted to calm her down. Oh yes, something did. She stopped jumping and became very still, squinting her eyes at me and I'm gonna find out what it was. She threatened jokingly before skipping away. Even though she was just teasing, the running with Holland made me nervous. No one had really said anything about it, but I don't think I'm supposed to be hanging around with any of the cast members like that. I rushed into Carol's empty office and shut the door, my heart still beating a mile a minute. Leaning against the door, I took a deep breath, attempting to clear my head. I smiled to myself. I had realized what I'd gotten myself into. Deep trouble, that's what. Yeah! I'm gonna travel back in time and beat my ass. <laughs>
I read one more chapter. This one's kind of long. Uh, I think I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it. Okay, we read four chapters. And it was, it was something. It was really something. Um, I'm proud of myself for getting through that. And honestly, I'm proud of myself, my 15 year old self for writing it so that I can be here now reading it at 25 years old to my podcast. I hope you found it mildly entertaining. If you watch this far, you're awesome. And yeah, um, after like a few more podcast episodes, I'll read a few more chapters. But so yeah, this has been No Eye Contact. Thank you again for watching. My name is Ash and I'll catch you on the fucking flip. Bye.